Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart. This is your way. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Luciani, and I'd like to welcome you to another self coaching session where real life emotional struggle, whether it's anxiety, depression, relationship conflict, losing weight, or simply handling life's challenges are all addressed, teaching you to become your own best coach. Now, each week, I answer real-life questions submitted to me from my website, selfcoaching.net. And today's question comes from Denise. She wants to know, why is it possible for a close friend, someone I've been close to all my life, can just turn her back on you and ignore you? It's just not possible. How does this happen? Well, when it comes to relationships, we can oftentimes be surprised by even those that we assume are very close to us. But before we dig into why this happens, let me introduce you to a, a theory, a self-coaching theory I came up with a few years ago. I call it orbits. You know, like the planets that orbit around our sun, Mars and Venus. But you don't have to be an astronomy person to grasp this concept. So, so let's begin. One of the things that, that I, I've really seen over the years in working with my patients is that a question like Denise's often, often comes up where people are just shocked. They just can't believe that a long-time close friend can stab them in the back. You know, it's, it's almost incomprehensible. So how can this happen? Well, it happens because friendships tend to, on some level, go under the radar. We tend to kind of get habituated to a certain pattern of thinking about our friends, and we tend to fall into that pattern regardless of what changes or regardless of the nuances that we pick up. You see, we, we have a tendency to excuse, oh, that's just the way he acts, or yeah, she, she can turn on you once in a while, or, or she, she, yeah, she, she lies a bit. See, we tend to have these excuses because we, we tend to have a patterned view of the people in our lives, and, and we like to keep that somewhat static. So when someone steps out of line or really surprises us, we really can't explain that. And that's where orbits come in. So let's, let's talk a bit about orbits. Now, if you know a little bit about astronomy, you know that the closest orbit to our sun is Mercury. So Mercury's orbit is very close to our sun. And let's imagine that, that the sun is you. You are the sun center of your little universe. And Mercury, the closest orbit around you, that entails the friendships that you have that are near and dear, people that, that you estimate would just lay down their lives for you. These are the closest, best of best friends. And typically, these are the people that we entrust with our lives in many different ways, both our psychological lives and our physical lives. These are oftentimes family members, spouses, and keep in mind that these relationships, these very close relationships, are pretty solid. So Mercury orbit people are the people that, that really are most likely to be consistent, to give us the love and the respect that we need, 
And these are the people that just go on in our lives in somewhat of a permanent way. Okay, so Mercury people, great people. We all like Mercury people. And and keep in mind, you know, a lot of people, they, they, they don't realize that it's very hard to have a lot of close Mercury people in their lives. I have patients who, who really feel that they are remiss in not having many Mercury people in their lives. And a good deal of people I work with have no Mercury people in their lives. You see, Mercury is that very special orbit. Okay, so so maybe you have a Mercury person in your life, or two, or three. Uh, if so, consider yourself quite lucky. This is a very uh, distinct and reserved orbit, and it is reserved for those that we dearly trust and expect to act in a trusting way. So let's move out now to the second orbit, and that would be Venus. Now, Venus is a bit removed from that inner orbit, and Venus people are really close. This is, this is kind of the orbit where you might consider your best friends, and I use that plural. Uh, and, and you could have many best friends, but these are people that have really shown consistency over time. You know, we really do trust them. Uh, they come through. Very rarely does, does a Venus person let you down or do something untoward. So Venus people, like Mercury people, are good people, good people in your life, good people to keep in your life. And these are sometimes really long-term friendships and relationships and family members that, that just really are part of your life uh, and an indelible part of your life. So then we go to the third orbit, which is Earth. Coincidentally, Earth orbit is an orbit that now starts to show some inconsistencies, like Earth itself. These are people that every once in a while say things they don't mean, for example. Or they may come up short every once in a while. And you're going to a very important uh, occasion and you, you ask an Earth person, hey, listen, I, I really need you to uh, take care of my pet or my child or, or whatever. And the Earth person uh, kind of, uh, yeah, you know what, I'm a, I'm a little busy. Okay, Earth people are not always there for you. They're there a good deal of the time, but not always. So Earth people tend to be good people, good friends, but they're capable of some disappointment and some conflict. With Earth people, sometimes we do have that kind of conflict, arguments, petty arguments, just not seeing eye to eye, different opinions. You know, so, so Earth people can be good populating people in your life, but they also may be uh, distractions in your life. So keep in mind, as we continue to progress from Mercury to Venus to Earth, let's now go out to Mars, the next closest planet beyond Earth. And the Mars, Mars orbit, which, excuse me, the Mars orbit, which is the fourth orbit, that orbit now starts, to, you know, the Mars is that red planet. In, in ancient times, it was known as the warrior planet. So with Mars, we now begin to introduce some conflict. The Mars person or the person you put in the Mars orbit 
is quite capable of turning on you. Oftentimes, the Mars person may do this by by simply lying about you, telling a story or disclosing a confidentiality, ways that, that really surprise you, shock you sometimes. What we have is someone that is capable of turning on you. Well, not always and not frequently, but once in a while, this is the person that might uh, disclose a confidentiality that you expressed with them. They might embarrass you. They might go against you in a social gathering. They might say things about you that aren't true. But these are all minor kind of uh, glitches. Not major, nothing that is irrevocable, nothing that ends the relationship, but just enough to get you scratching your head and saying, what the heck was going on with that? So you get confused a little by Mars people because they, they tend to abandon that consistency that we see, especially in the Venus and Mercury people, and that occasionally we see in the Earth people. But we, we tend to look at Mars people and really wind up scratching our head in disbelief because some of the things that happen in that Mars orbit are just not appropriate. Okay, so Mars, that red warrior planet, is that first planet where we can start to feel like there's danger, that this a person in this orbit has to be somewhat watched. Now, as we go beyond Mars, we go to the outer planets. And I won't go through all the orbits, but uh, as we go through the, the different orbits, we see that as you go further out into space, into Saturn and Jupiter and Uranus, uh, these are the people that we place way out there, depending on the amount of harm that they can inflict in your life. And the further out in the orbit, the more harm. Now, I know Pluto is not a planet anymore, so uh, but I am going to use Pluto because I'm uh, very attached to Pluto being a planet uh, in our solar system. Someone in Pluto, for example, that's the furthest orbit. Now, these are people that we cling on to with a tentative thread. No reason, but just because maybe they've just been around a while. But they are harmful people. These are people that have openly hurt you, defied you, openly done things that have not only had you scratching your head, but recoiling in horror. So a Pluto person really needs to be questioned as to why. Why are you holding on to someone in the distant orbits? So let's go back now to our paradigm, orbits. So maybe in your life, you have a bunch of people that have to be sorted out. And let's, let's begin. Maybe you want to sketch this out, you know, make some diagrams and put the people in your life in the orbits that you feel are appropriate for them. Get those Mercury people, put them in the Mercury orbit. Just sketch this out. Take a look at it. A few people in the Venus orbit, few in Earth, Mars, Saturn. As you go out into the outer planets, hopefully you don't include too many people. These are people you, you really don't want in your life. And you really perhaps need to question why you're keeping them in your life. But what happens when a Venus person, and this is a, 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 a just a, not a, an unusual problem, but what happens when a Venus person tends to stab you in the back. Wait a second. 
A Venus person isn't supposed to do that. These are close friends, almost as close as your Mercury orbit friends. What What's going on? Well, okay, so, so it happens. A Venus person stabs you in the back. What do you do? Well, probably nothing. And then you go on a bit. A week, a month, and wow, another stab in the back. What the heck? So here we have a Venus person that's acting... Well, not so Venus-like. So what do you do? Well, if you're looking at your sketch right now and you have that Venus person there, get your eraser and erase them. They don't belong in that orbit. Put them back an orbit to Earth orbit where there's more tolerance for inconsistency. Okay, so that person now has been moved back. So let's say that that person continues to berate you, put you down, stab you in the back. Well, get the eraser. Put that person out to Mars. Now they're really starting to hurt you. And let's carry this uh, hypothetical a bit further. Let's say down the road you you have it out with this person and you have a real heart-to-heart. And together you decide, okay, let's, let's try to make this work. Okay, now the Mars person that's been placed there from the Venus orbit to the Earth orbit to the Mars orbit, maybe that person really starts to get it. And great, okay, so now they get it. So what do they do? Well, they try harder. They start to become a bit more consistent. And maybe maybe one of those infractions winds up with them apologizing profusely and telling you, oh my God, I wasn't aware. I'm so sorry it won't happen. Okay, well, maybe maybe you see some legitimacy in their efforts to mend their ways. If so, bring them back in orbit. Give them another shot. Take them out of Mars orbit and get your pencil. Put them in the Earth orbit. Now, why is this so important and how does this help you with your relationships? Well, think about it a second. What if you have a Mars person erroneously included in a Venus orbit? Well, now you've got some real conflict because you have high expectations for this person who doesn't deserve your expectations. You see, having someone in a, an orbit that they don't deserve creates conflict. So like when Denise wanted to know why her friend, her best friend, could stab her in the back, obviously she might have been thinking of her friend as a Venus person. But lo and behold, she had her miscategorized. Someone that truly stabs you in the back does not belong in the Venus orbit. So had Denise recognized her friend's tendencies, Maybe a while ago, she would have moved her back in orbit or two. And then, and here's, here's the key, and then what happens is that when someone in a, an Earth or Mars or Saturn orbit hurts us or, or lets us down, we're not surprised. You see, this is the key. We expect Mars people to act like Mars people or Saturn people to act like Saturn people. You see... You don't get surprised because you realize that's who they are. Now, you don't feel the same way about Mercury and Venus people. You expect them to act consistently. So take a look at your life. Take a look at what's going on in your relationships and recognize that if someone in your life is just 
having you sit back with head-scratching wonder as to what the heck is going on, maybe you need to rearrange their orbit. Now, again, you know, one one kind of infraction, uh, you know, as they say, one, one swallow doesn't make a summer. Um, so you, you need to be tolerant. But if there's a consistent kind of... Uh, uh, consistency in the in the hurt that you feel, in the behavior that you see, if there's a consistency and it's moving in the wrong direction, say away from a Venus orbit, well, try putting that person in a deeper orbit. And you'll see that if you expect someone in an Earth orbit to once in a while mess up, okay. So you don't you don't get confused by it. And and this is why when you have people placed in their proper orbits, it's very rare that you'll be surprised or shocked. Now, of course, underneath all of this is the need for you to be conscious of what you see and what you feel and what you experience with your friendships and with your relationships. Now, hopefully, your most intimate relationships, your family, your, your marriage, your partnerships, Hopefully these are consistently within the one and two orbits of Venus and Mercury. But even if you're in a, a relationship or a marriage that's an Earth marriage, plenty of room for growth there. You expect some turmoil, some conflict. But nevertheless, these are the workable parts of the universe, or solar system, I should say. These are the workable orbits in the solar system. So those first four orbits up until Mars are not are not orbits that where you need to feel, you know, these people are now goners. They're, they, they're not workable. I'm far from it, from it. These are the people that need work. And these are the relationships that need you to be in touch with what you're feeling, what you're seeing, what you're thinking, and to be able to communicate that. Now, once you do, once you start being open and really upfront about what's going on, then you really start to see in response what orbit someone truly belongs to. Because someone that needs to be moved up in orbit or to cling to a good orbit, they're going to work with you. They're going to work with you to work out the glitches that maybe put them in a deeper orbit. They're going to work it out. So those are the people that are workable people. And when you get beyond Mars, that's where it becomes a real toss-up. Because... These are people that maybe don't have the real personality, uh, the stability, the sense of security and trust to, to really work with. Now, we might, we might go a little bit beyond Mars to Saturn and say, all right, let's give it a shot. But once you go in the deeper, deeper orbits and start approaching Pluto, this is where you need to question who's healthy in your life and who isn't. Who belongs in your life and who doesn't? So keep that in mind. You know, this is a fluid theory. It's, it's not a static theory where once someone is placed a certain way, that's where they stay. It, it changes just as you change. So as you change the orbits, you will live in a much more stable solar system in your own mind. You'll know who and what to expect and who and what you can expect in any orbit, but you'll know who you can depend on. So it's, it's really important that you understand that once, once you understand the right orbits to put people in, your world, your solar system becomes more manageable. 
You're not shocked. You're not surprised. And you have a consistency that makes your own relationship life just feel more solid, more secure. So consciousness, awareness, uh, not going along with knee-jerk reflexes of what was the past. People change. And if you don't change your perception of them, then these changes might leave you susceptible to misplacing someone in the right orbit. So I wish you well with the relationships in your life, and I, I really suggest that you start to get that pencil and paper out. Put those people in your life, see where they are, see where they belong, and every once in a while, make, make adjustments. Don't be afraid to make, it's not a curse if someone gets moved back. It just means that we're all human and some people start to just get into tendencies that, that we really need to now be more guarded against and aware of. But these are still the people, those first four orbits, these are still the people we can work with. So work with those people. And as I said earlier, as you go into those deeper orbits, Really question, do I really need this person in my life? This person that has caused so much pain and who continues to upset me and who continues to ignore me, do I really need this person? And the answer is only you can decide. But I'll tell you my opinion. Once you get out in those deeper orbits, life is short. Stay with the people that are workable. Stay with the people that count and make sense. You're just going to have a better life for it. So I wish you well with this. I think that you'll find Orbits to be a very simple guide to helping you figure out the most complex issues of your relationship life. And be sure to visit my website, selfcoaching.net, where you can learn more about my self-coaching philosophy, and you can also check out my number one best-selling books, now published in 10 languages. So until next time... Realize that being victimized by emotional struggle is not an option. And by definition, victims are powerless. And you are not powerless. Remember, everything is hard until you make it simple. So join me each week. Let's make it simple together. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart.